This is the Strength Through Food Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Julia Feliciano. This is a space for you to become the highest version of yourself possible by ridding your old diet struggles, healing your relationship with food, getting rid of those old stupid limiting beliefs that have been holding you back for far too long so that you, yes you, can have the health and fitness journey that you've always dreamed of in a mind and body that you crave. I've been there too. Binge eating, purging, over-exercising, under-eating, struggling to find balance, and now I'm here to help you by teaching you how to do the inner and outer work to help get you where you deserve and want to be. Imagine this. You're no longer afraid of food. Imagine never feeling anxiety or never feeling stress surrounding food. Imagine going out with your friends, going out with your family, and not wondering if there's anything on the menu that you're quote-unquote allowed to eat. Imagine not going to the gym to burn off what you ate, rather going to the gym to honor your body through physical movement. Imagine looking in the mirror and being proud of how far you have come. Imagine saying goodbye to disordered eating. Saying goodbye to your all-or-nothing fanatical gym mentality. Imagine finding your sense of strength through food freedom. No, it won't come, come easy. It's going to require some work. But I promise you, with the right guidance and the right mindset, I can help you achieve that. This is what my signature one-on-one coaching program, Strength Through Food Freedom, is all about. Be prepared to say goodbye to your food fears. Be prepared to honor your body. Be prepared to no longer feel like food controls your life. And be prepared to find food freedom. I know it sounds kind of out of reach right now, but I promise you, with work, you can achieve it. Let's get into today's episode, everybody. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Strength Through Food Freedom podcast. I hope you all are having a awesome day. It's Monday. I hope you are going into this week strong, ready, prepared, healthy, and ready to take on whatever it is that life is going to throw at you this week or whatever it is that you have planned for this week. So the last time I recorded an episode, I spoke about how I quit my job that was holding me back from fully pursuing my online business for eight or nine months, however long it was that I was there. And going into about a month, I think it is, of not being there any longer, or almost a month, things are going really, really well. Um, I'd be lying if I'd said it's a smooth journey and it's just this linear journey of going straight and always being, you know, ready to go. Uh, Being an entrepreneur and having your own online business uh, is very, very challenging. You don't have anywhere necessarily. You have to be at a certain time. You make your own schedule. And that is what I'm still trying to hone in on um, to perfect my schedule the way that I want it to be so that not only I can get things done and be productive within 
my business, my in-person personal training business, and as well as just being a wife uh, with a house to take care of and wifely responsibilities and things that I need to do in order to take care of my health. But that is the beauty of having your own business and being an entrepreneur. Um, It is not easy, but being able to make my schedule the way that I want it to be is why I am doing this so that I can have the ultimate life that I totally want to have with a great balance of everything. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey. And this is in regards to food, fitness, and the overall mindset surrounding a fitness journey. So um, to give you a little bit of a life life update with where I am right now within my own fitness journey, um, I have been really taking part in being consistent with doing jujitsu and I am aiming to train jujitsu anywhere between three to five days a week. And jujitsu is very physically taxing on the body. It is very, very high intensity. Um, In my opinion, every time I try to go lighter, it doesn't necessarily happen, but it's very, very energetically taxing on your body. Um, And with that being said, you have to really make sure that you are prioritizing your recovery in order to prevent injury, in order for you to go into your next session uh, and class feeling ready to tackle it because it is so physically taxing. Um, And there was a time where a few weeks ago, I literally felt like I was getting beat into the ground every single time that I was there. And it forced me to have to take a step back and evaluate how much food I was eating, if I was eating too little. And in fact, I indeed was for the amount of training that I was doing. And it's interesting because years ago, I probably would have looked at this as, oh, great. The more that I do, the smaller I'm going to get, the more weight I'm going to lose, you know, the better I'm going to look. And everything would have been focused more on what I look like compared to how I'm overall feeling. So although, yes, getting into it so intensely at first physically made me feel very, very tired, (laughs) Um, in general, I wasn't thinking about what I looked like during this time and how much weight I might have been losing or not have been losing. Um, And because jujitsu is so energetically taxing, you know, when you're going from maybe burning so many calories per day to doing jujitsu three to five days a week and burning a lot of calories at that same time, for me, it did come with a little bit of weight loss and some changes within my body. So it's interesting to think about years ago how I would have thought about this and how I would have felt you know, like jujitsu was the only reason that I was looking like this and that it was just, you know, this was my main purpose for doing the sport and by taking the classes. When in reality, all these years later, it's allowing me to not only feel strong, it's allowing to me to remain to be athletic. Um, It allows me to focus on something outside of completely what I look like. And I think that's the biggest takeaway for it from me. Because when you are rolling and you are going against somebody, the last thing you think about is how your ass looks in your leggings or how your boobs look or anything like that you're trying to survive you're trying to make that other person submit you're literally just trying to get by and jujitsu is so challenging not only physically but yes mentally 
And with that being said, it really forces me out of my comfort zone and it scares the shit out of me. So I think that's why I gravitate towards it because if something freaks me out a little bit, I'm more likely to want to pursue it versus if it just becomes kind of redundant. Um, So that has been where my current fitness journey is currently taking me. And it's been a really, really humbling experience to sit back and watch how it you know, my overall mindset has evolved over the years, uh, especially with where my mindset is now. But what I want to get into is talking about what I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey. And if you are interested in learning a little bit more about my overall history, you can go back to my very first podcast episode called My Story. I recorded it right from my phone where I talked about what it is that got me overall into fitness. And you can go back to that episode and check that out. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and share three things from each category of things that I wish I knew when I first started my fitness journey. So get ready for a very relatable roller coaster ride. I share these things to educate you so that you can continue upon your journey in the most effective way possible, not only for your body, but for your mind and your soul as well. Okay, so getting right into it in the uh, overall aspect of fitness. All right. What I wish I knew going into it from the get go was having an actual plan rather than just going into the gym with zero idea on what to do and bouncing from machine to machine. That's literally what I would do. I would find a certain machine that would target the certain areas of my body that I wanted to work. So I remember going back and forth with a lot of uh, ab machines. Uh, and arm machines and things like that and having a structured plan right is something that I did not have so having a structured plan will not only allow you to assure that you are gaining muscle in the areas that you wish right and you're looking to improve your body composition in those certain areas but it will also allow you to get stronger at those certain movements within those certain body parts right so this is the most optimal for results this is what i share with all of my clients and you will save yourself a headache on wondering what to do each time you step in the gym as well as the headache of why you're not progressing the way you want to in regards to changing your body through physical exercise but what i also wish that i knew within this is you have to enjoy what you're doing because if you're not enjoying what you're doing you're not going to stick to it So if you absolutely hate, say, hit classes and you do them because you think you have to because that's so-called the way you're going to quote-unquote burn fat and you feel like you have to run yourself into the ground with these hit classes, yet you hate them, you absolutely hate them and there's days where you would rather just completely and honestly just stay home rather than having to endure, say, a certain hit class or think of whatever physical activity, activity that comes to your mind that you absolutely hate doing that's going to make it hard for you to adhere to it so if you um, don't enjoy what you're doing you don't have to do that for your physical exercise there's so many other outlets through physical movement that you can do and remember that there is so much more to movement than trying to change what your body looks like i know it might be really hard to imagine if you've experienced exercise just for the sole reason of wanting to lose weight or weight management or trying to change your body right but there's a lot more to physical movement 
than just trying to change your body. And that's kind of can relate going back to what I was saying about jujitsu. Um, I shared my story currently with a client. I was telling her a little bit about what I've been doing and what jujitsu is because she was unfamiliar with it. And she, because she didn't really know too much about the sport, um, she said back to me, so what is that good for? Toning? And I kind of looked at her and I said, no, not necessarily. And then we, we moved on and to talk about what else, what, what it is that we were doing and discussing. Um, but as you can see, jujitsu is not meant to change your body. It is very, very different. Yes, you may have a physical side effect from it, but that is not the sole purpose of taking part within that sport in my opinion. Um, so it's very, very hard to imagine exercising just for the sake of not wanting to just change your body. But I encourage you to dig a little bit deeper and find out why it is that you choose to exercise and why you choose to take part in physical movement. So another thing I wish I knew within fitness is cardio is not the tool and the most optimal tool for fat loss, right? So it's a tool within your toolbox. I recently told a client that, you know, you don't need to feel like you have to be bound to a cardio machine in order to make progress. Um, and compensating that extra cardio for what you ate is not also going to be beneficial for your body. You will not be burning off what you ate, and this will cause you to feel the need to overexercise and possibly torture yourself because of what you ate and I say this because back in the day this is something that I really used to struggle with and I know that a lot of clients still to this day will come to me doing a lot of extra cardio thinking that that's what they need to do for fat loss when in reality you want to sprinkle it in as needed with the appropriate dose it's kind of like using salt and pepper on your food um pretty ironic that I relate it to food, but whatever, you know, too much salt, it's going to taste nasty, too much pepper, it's going to taste nasty, right, or whatever, not enough of it um, can actually be worse off for you. So finding the appropriate amount of cardio for your overall goal is what's going to allow you to progress, but understand that it is not number one essential for reaching your fat loss goals and strength training will be. And this is something that I wish I knew back then. So the last thing within the fitness category is less is more, you guys. I know that you think the more that you work out, the better you will look. There is absolute no need for you to train six to seven days a week for your goal of losing weight. So rather stick to a schedule that allows you to be consistent. So if you are struggling to even get to the gym, maybe three days a week, back it down and be realistic with yourself and say, okay, I am going to aim for two. It's great that you're setting high expectations for yourself, right? But I always, especially when clients first come to me, I will ask them, how many days are you interested in coming to the gym? And then I will give them an average on what we can try to work with. In reality, through all of my experience, my seven-year coaching experience, working with other human beings towards their fitness goals, what I've learned is it's always the lower half of the number that people stay consistent with. Sometimes you can get that higher number up, maybe if they're um, averaging two days a week, maybe one day they'll get to three days a week, depending on what their schedule is looking like or where they are within the season of the year, right? But for the average person, 
aim for a certain amount of days per week, but do not beat yourself up if you can't get to that full higher number. All right. It does not define your worth. It does not define the outcome of your goal. If anything, it's going to be a learning lesson of what you are able to adhere to in order for you to actually progress and and reach your ultimate goal down the road. So moving on, we're going to talk about food and what I wish I knew about food before starting my fitness journey. So this is basically the biggest struggle for the majority of people that I work with. Um, It's the foundation of my business and what I try to help people with. And then this is also where I personally struggled the most. Okay. So this aspect of your fitness journey will completely change your overall life, right? And it can totally, totally make or break how you progress within your fitness goal. So something that I would go back and say to myself during this time, okay, and you're probably going to be able to relate to this, is stop labeling foods as clean, dirty, bad, good, etc. These moral attachments will make you feel like the victim to food. You will feel powerless to it. Please stop restricting so much. Such severe restriction will only cause you to feel the need to severely overeat and then binge eat. This horrid cycle will repeat itself over and over and over again. I wish in the beginning that I educated myself on the actual science of nutrition and be flexible with that approach. I wish I could go back and tell myself that you do not need to eat chicken with just lettuce every single day, all day, and that you are not eating or you are not cool for eating raw asparagus in your boyfriend's bed because you are hungry. Okay, so yes, real talk when me and my husband first started dating he i don't even actually think he was my boyfriend yet i think we were just hanging out um i would kind of praise myself for eating certain things around him and being a certain way around him i wanted to like depict this like total health and fitness girl and in reality that's when i was struggling the most with binge eating and purging um so i remember eating raw asparagus in his bed because i was quote unquote hungry (laughs) I just remember the look on his face and me just feeling like I needed some type of like validation from him that this was cool and that you're so healthy and that I was superior to him and whatever. Right. So, you know, you're not cool for eating certain healthy foods in front of other people if they're not eating that people. All right. Don't don't praise yourself for or make other people around you feel worse for their food choices just because you might be choosing to eat a certain way. It's not healthy for your relationships with other people. And that's something that I wish looking back that I could change and that I didn't do. But it was a learning lesson as of all of this. All right. I also wish that I knew how to fuel my body, but also fuel my mind and soul rather than it being so all or nothing. Okay, so if it, if it wasn't chicken and broccoli and rice or sweet potato, you know, it was binging on McDonald's and Secret or Taco Bell or Wendy's. If it wasn't, you know, trying just to have one cookie, it was eating two full sleeves of cookies and then wanting to throw it up or wanting to go do extra cardio. So I wish looking back that I was eating in a way that I knew was not only going to help my overall physical health, right? Making sure I'm getting all the vitamins and minerals that my body needs to function on a daily basis, rather than being so, you know, complete opposite side of the spectrum and hiding what I was eating and, you know, spending all this money on my binging and and things like that. Um, Yeah, so that the food aspect (laughs) is probably the area in which you will need to 
really, really work on your mindset surrounding food and understand possibly how you were brought up around food in order to understand your relationship with it and why you may think a certain way towards it, um, especially with junk food or especially with foods that we might not label as healthy, right? Really understanding your mindset surrounding those foods with where you currently are can help you have a better understanding of your food and your choices surrounding food. So that's something that I wish I thought about back then too. Um, Something that I didn't realize back then was that my family really, really, you know, enjoys food and it's not bad to go out to dinner with your family and celebrate and take part in eating certain foods. And rather than beating myself up over whatever it is that I was eating or that I wasn't eating, but sitting back and embracing the time with your family because you don't get that time back. So that's something that I wish I also knew within the food area of what I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey. So getting into the mindset aspect of it, right? You are always going to start over on Monday, the tighter the reins of you hold onto your fitness goal and your food choices, right? So if you are holding on to dear life, so think of a really, really thin rope and you are holding on to that thin rope because you are making sure you're hitting the gym really hard and making sure you're doing all your cardio or possibly more cardio, right? And really, really trying to quote unquote, stay good, right? The harder you hold on to that and the, the more strict you are with that, right? You will always will continue to start over because what you're doing isn't going to be sustainable. You're always going to have some type of barbecue to go to or a family event to go to or a party or a holiday or anything. You are always going to have that. So the more that you understand that you can be a little bit loose with it, right? If you understand why it is that you're eating certain things or why it is that you're not eating certain things or why it is that you're going to the gym versus why you're not going to the gym, right? The more you have a deeper understanding outside of I was good, I was bad or some very, very black and white statement, right? the more you are always just going to start over and you're going to have to dig deep and understand you know why it is that you're acting a certain way or why it is that you're always beating yourself up or why it is you can't be consistent with going to the gym right you're always going to start over the tighter the reins that you hold and the more you only focus on maybe just eating healthy or drinking enough water or going to the gym, right? If you're only focusing on those three just black and white things and not exploring the other aspects that will contribute to your fitness goal, the more you are always going to start over. But it's okay. It's okay to, you know, have those ebbs and flows because they're going to teach you what you need to work on and then what you don't need to work on. And it's going to allow you to build what you're doing for the rest of your life. So that's something that I really wish I understood looking back. And another thing, it's not going to go as planned and it is an ever-changing journey. So you will go through your initial phase, the phase in which you will be relentless with your training and relentless uh, relentless with your food. You're possibly going to face injury down the road, right? Um, life's going to throw you curveballs of life-changing priority events where you will need to take a step back from your personal fitness. 
you're going to go through phases where you possibly feel lost and very unhappy with yourself, right? You're also going to learn a more balanced approach with your fitness. And this will take time. And you're going to be able to learn this aspect of having a more balanced approach the more you understand that each phase that you go through is going to teach you something, right? So for instance, I'll share with you um, a client story. She was in grad school at the time. She was working, I think, three jobs. And with that, she saw her overall prioritizing of her fitness goal, which was to lose weight, to have to take a step back a little bit. And she was beating herself up because of it, because she was unhappy with what she looked like, because she knew she wasn't prioritizing herself, but she was prioritizing all of these other things within her life, right? And it took me to have to sit down with her and talk to her about this and say, listen, everything that you go through is going to be a learning lesson. But what matters is that you take within where you are right now, within your fitness journey, and you build upon where you are now. You don't have to compare yourself to when you first started because that was that season of your life. And and clients always look at me after I say this to them, they're like, wow, you're completely right. So understanding that you don't have to compare yourself to when you were on top of the world with your training and your food and your cardio and all of this and what your body looks like because you will go through different seasons of your life and these things are going to change and you're going to have to change with it to learn how to adapt and how to work within where you are within your fitness journey at that time. So that is something that I really wish that I knew looking back, I would have saved myself Oh my God, such headaches, such tears, such binges, right? All the things that I did at that time because I was beating myself up over not looking a certain way or not lifting as much. If I would have understood that, then I would have saved myself the headache and the tears more importantly. And that's why I share that with you is, is understand that you're going to go through different phases within your fitness journey and that that is okay. And that's, that's what makes it your journey. All right, you're going to have bumps in the road over and over again. But what matters is that you realize this and that you keep acting and moving forward and that you learn that each phase that you go through ultimately will teach you and shape you for a higher version of yourself, whatever that looks like. And she doesn't have to look like me. She doesn't have to look like the other girl at the gym or whoever. You know, all that matters is that it shapes you for a higher version of yourself whatever she may look like, be like, act like, right? Envision her. And that's the learning lesson. So the way that I used to speak to myself during those times really hurts my heart because I thought that I had to be a certain way, but I didn't. And that's why I share with you, do not compare your journey to someone else's because it sounds very cliche, but it's yours. And that's what makes it so beautiful and that's what makes it so empowering is knowing that through each phase that you're going through you're growing and with growth comes abundance and with growth comes prosperity and with growth comes just everything positive that we want for ourselves you know no one ever got anyway by staying the same way we we, no one ever reached their goals and and got what they wanted just by doing the same thing over and over and over again (laughs) so i hope all of that makes sense today guys i know i talked about a lot and these are all things that not only that i wish i knew but i also find that a lot of clients who initially come to me all need the coaching through and all need the help with and all need the mindsets the mindset work surrounding these things 
right? So people initially come to me because they're feeling lost in the gym. They're using food to cope with that feeling of feeling lost and not being happy within their bodies and having a horrible sense of body image within themselves, right? Um, all of these things are why clients come to me, right? And they're looking for the guidance, the professional coaching, and they're looking for the help. And this is what I help people with. So if this resonated with you with anything and you're sitting here and you're like, holy crap, this, this girl just read my mind. All right. Head to the link within my podcast show notes and fill out my one-on-one coaching application to work with me. So the main purpose of the coaching application is for us to understand if we are going to be a good fit to work together. So I review your application. We then set up a discovery call to talk a little bit more about what coaching entails. And I give you the information of each phase that my one-on-one 90-day coaching program consists of so that you can learn how you are going to be working through various aspects of trying to reshape your fitness goal right? Maybe possibly changing some things up in the gym that you're doing that might not be helping you very much. And overall, just doing an audit in everything within your life. So your fitness, your mindset, your relationship with food, your overall history, what you've done in the past, what you're doing now. We're going to take that initial audit in phase one in order to then bring you through the various different phases of my program in order to help you so that eventually you don't have to feel victim to the gym anymore and it becomes something that is really physically empowering for you and you're working out for the right reasons and we're going to reshape the way you think about food and we're going to heal your relationship with food and you're going to have that sense of food freedom because now you're no longer calling foods good or bad or clean or not clean you're going to reshape everything within your fitness journey, but more importantly, allow you to have that fitness through strength, through food freedom. So I hope all of this makes sense today, you guys. If you have any questions in regards to what I talked about, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. My name is Julia with two underscores, Feliciano. And also, if you leave my podcast a five-star review on iTunes, you have the opportunity for a 30-minute free coaching call with me where we talk about one thing that is really, really disrupting your goal and how I can help you through that. And you kind of get a little insight as to what coaching will be like. So if you leave the Strength Through Food Freedom podcast a five-star review, we can set up that free coaching call. Okay, so I hope you all enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode.